Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host with the ghost, your ghost host, John Curley, and I got my main man, Nick, with me tonight. What's up, Nick? Hey, how's it going, man? How's you doing? What's going on, brother? Not too much. Just enjoying things. Um, I'm really excited for this episode. Um, I, you know, I've heard you talk a little bit about uh, Fort Mifflin, and I'm just really excited to hear more stories uh, about the area. Oh, man, Fort Mifflin is freaking incredible when it comes to paranormal stuff. I've investigated it probably, uh, I think, three times uh, wow. over the years. And uh, every time, it just gets better and better. Every time we go there, we get more stuff that happens. So it's, and it's huge in history, which mm. is you know a big part of our country's history. Uh, Revolutionary War, Civil War. Um, I, I love the place. And, you know... You pay money to get into it. I don't like to pay money to really go to a lot of places, but this is one of those places, you know, you're paying, you're paying money, but you're helping support the uh, revitalization of, of the fort, you know, because mm-hmm. it's so old, you know. Mm-hmm. It's over 250 years old, so, mm-hmm. you know, they, they need money for the upkeep, and they, they do upkeep the place. The place is incredible, which uh, we are going to be going there probably in November, so cannot wait. Yeah, I'm I'm very much excited for it. Um I uh I was I was kind of when you said that we might be going, I kind of I went through YouTube and to see as many uh you know just to see like what people are experiencing and stuff and it's like almost every single person had really good like uh very strong uh experiences. You know, whether um, just like hearing something firsthand or, or, and their EVPs were like really solid EVPs. Um, I'm, I'm really, really excited, uh, for November after, you know, it's going to be, yeah, fun. I'm still waiting on the confirmation date, but, uh, it's definitely mm-hmm. looking like it's going to be in November. Um, there's a lot of, uh, of haunts that are associated with Fort Mifflin. And one of the biggest ones is the screaming lady, which is, uh, I believe her name was, uh, Elizabeth Pratt. Mm. I think that's, uh, 
I think the, the last name has changed over the years, but originally it was uh, Elizabeth Pratt from what uh, one of the caretakers there, Wayne, he no longer works there anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, Wayne was there for a lot of years and uh, he experienced a lot of things. And if I can get a hold of Wayne, I'll try to get him on the show and, and talk about Fort mm-hmm. Mifflin one time. But Wayne had a lot of personal experiences at Fort Mifflin and, I've actually heard the screaming lady there more than one occasion, and I recorded it on on one occasion, which was freaking awesome. Wow! And I'm gonna play that clip tonight too. Awesome. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's got a little bit of explicit language in it, but uh, you know, it was just like we heard it, and we were like, "What the bleep?" You know, it's just like, "Oh, oh yeah. my god, man!" It's it's. It was just a natural reaction for us to all like drop the f bomb. You know, we're like, "Oh my god, that was that was definitely a woman screaming." You know? Oh no, I mean, you know, uh, I, I mean, I'll say like I, I've talked about it a few times, but the first time where I heard a very clear voice at the last case we were on, I don't know if I cursed, but I I was like, uh, I I think I went like, "Whoa!" Like I there's there's a weird you just like are not expecting to hear it, and when you hear it, you're like, "That's." You know, I don't know. It, for yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, maybe that was something. Maybe it's not. And you don't know until the recording. But sometimes you hear something, and you're like, I, that was a voice. I that that was a hundred percent a voice. So I can imagine. You know, I forgive you for your cursing. <laughs> I know it says on here like explicit or not. You know, when you're you're doing <laughs> the show, and I'm like, well, the show's not really explicit, but the EVPs are kind of little. You know, got a little f bombs in them here and there. <laughs> but I'm like. It was just something, you know, I heard it. The first time I heard it um, was like the first investigation we did there. And it was like this faint scream, you know, and I'm like, was that? It it sounded like it was in the fort, but I was down in one of the casemates. Excuse me. And uh, the casemates are underground. So, you know, we're, we're underground and we hear, we, you know, I definitely heard a woman screaming and it sounded like it was uh, really distant. And uh, I was like, that was definitely a woman. And then we, we, I went on another investigation there and I heard it again and it sounded like it was outside of the fort. But I did uh, get information from someone that worked there that a woman was actually, there was another woman that was murdered outside of the fort in recent years, not like it was mm. like, uh, Back in you know Civil War or Revolutionary War days, but a woman was uh, sexually assaulted and murdered oh, back wow. you know back there, and it's right by the Philadelphia airport. And mm-hmm. um, I was thinking maybe that was the scream that we heard. You know, I don't know. I definitely heard a scream on three different occasions there, and I finally got it recorded. Wow. The last one was amazing. Uh, it was me myself. It was uh sorry, me and myself. It was me, Don, and uh, Amy were in mm-hmm. the commandments house, which is in the middle of the fort. And uh man, a plane had just flew over when you're there, planes are flying over to probably about one in the morning, and they're really loud when you're inside of the fort in the in the casemates. They I mean it's loud. Mm-hmm. So if you have any kind of EVP that happens when that plane goes over, it's it's gonna be washed out. Mm-hmm. But this was the plane went over and landed, and man, as soon as it got quiet, we heard this ah, like a woman just screaming inside the fort. It was in the fort, mm. and uh, the recording doesn't give any justice to what we really heard with our ears because we were all like, "Whoa, what the!" Mm. And we thought maybe it was uh, Diana. Was <laughs> like I said, Diana had been 
been uh, attacked in an investigation, had this mm-hmm. huge scratches on her back, and she was really jumpy after that, like in every investigation. And uh, she was she was definitely affected by the uh, by the activity that had happened to her. And uh, we thought it was her because there was a deer inside of the fort. Uh, a oh, buck, wow. actually. Yeah, it had a, it was a big buck inside of the fort, and uh, we thought maybe she had come across the deer in the fort and screamed because right? we started laughing about it. We we're like, man, that was right, Diana screaming about that stupid deer, and uh, we were laughing about it. But then when we went back to the uh, the command center that we had set up, they were all in there, and I'm like, I said, what happened, Diana? Did you run into the deer out there? And she's like, no. I said, you didn't scream. She's like, no. And there was only uh, three women. It was Sue, Diana, and Amy, and Amy was with us, and Sue was with Diana, and neither one of them screamed. And I'm like, dude, we caught it. We caught the screaming lady, man. Like wow. we finally, we finally caught it on recorder. It was awesome, man. Wow, totally awesome. Well, I I was able to find uh one kind of story that does that is supposedly connected to the screaming lady, and you're right, it's uh, Elizabeth Pratt. Um, and she supposedly, this is uh, just from uh, Weird US, um, but what the story that they tell about it is that um, Elizabeth P- uh, Pratt's daughter started dating or had started a relationship with an officer at the fort. And for whatever reason, she uh, didn't approve of this relationship, renounced the daughter and threw her out of the house. Um, and then shortly after being thrown out of the house, she died from dysentery. And so oh, she wow. was consumed by this guilt of, you know, throwing her daughter out and having her die this way that she just, um, that she supposedly took her own life from it. And so that's supposedly the story. So it makes sense that you like heard it kind of, I know you said you heard it one time inside, one time outside, but like that makes sense if you heard it outside too. Yeah, I mean, we it was really loud. I mean, it echoed inside of the fort. And you know, the weirdest thing was is that there was a lot of investigators there that night, and we were the only ones that heard it. Mm. Me, Don, and Amy were the only ones that heard it. And I was just like, I can't believe none of you guys heard that voice. It was, I mean, that scream was loud. Yeah. I mean, when I play it, you you'll hear it echo. It echoes through the fort. I mean, it is loud. I'm like. What the hell? You know, I didn't say what the hell, but I dropped the F bomb because I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, uh, and I had talked to one of the newer curators that was there and I said, have you heard, ever heard the screaming lady? Now, Wayne heard the screaming lady on a bunch of different occasions. Uh, he had told me that personally. He said one day he was weed whacking and the scream was so loud, it, it shook him up so bad he dropped the weed whacker. Mm. That's how loud it was. He said, it scared the hell out of me. So I dropped the weed whacker. He said, I was like, what the hell? And he, Wayne was kind of a country boy, and uh, he lived in the fort. Wayne actually lived at Fort Mifflin. Wow. Yeah, he lived in the in the uh, officers' quarters, and uh, he lived there day in and day out for years and years. And man, he had so many stories of uh, of the activity in the fort. It, it was crazy. I'd love to get him on here if I could ever uh, find out what happened to him. I know that he they said he had retired. And uh, he no longer worked there anymore, but uh, I don't know where he'd moved to. But and Wayne was a really great guy. He was fun. You know, he would tell all the stories of of uh, what had happened when he's since he's been living there, and uh, he would basically give you a ghost tour of of Fort Mifflin before you even started the investigation. Wow. 
Yeah, and I think they still have a. They have a. They will. There will be somebody there from uh, from Fort Mifflin to go over the history and and the the many haunts and stuff that uh, of Fort Mifflin, which is pretty cool. They do they do do that. If you want to do it, if not, I mean, I've been on I've been on it, so I don't. I'm not going to do it. But if you guys want to do it, you can do it. Yeah. Welcome, uh, Oogly Boogly. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the chat room. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you were talking about Fort Mifflin and uh, its many haunts. So uh, if you want, you can um, read some of the history of, of Fort Mifflin. Uh, Nick. Yeah. So I was only able to do like kind of a cursory history. I, I would like maybe in uh, the fall after we investigate, I'll do like a serious, like super deep dive in it. But it has, like you said, like this crazy integral, like uh, uh part in American history of kind of being this um, strategic part along the Delaware River that, um, from my understanding, it started off as like a British uh, armory, and then it went to became an American armory. The Americans, I think, like took it over back up a little bit. It was it's in uh, 1771. Well, the British helped build it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah and, British helped build it. And then it was in um, 1777 when the British army bombarded and uh, tried to and did capture the fort as part of their uh, during the uh, American Revolution. Yeah. Um, yep. And then um, I believe uh, their bombardment of it uh, it lasted like five days or something like that. Yeah, it, it was, was like five days. It was crazy how many days they just blew the hell out of that place yeah from my understanding it was like yeah like you said it was five days um it was just and it was just like a ton of rocket power and like when they say like bombardment like um it it sounded like just like literally just like bombs upon bombs upon bomb well cannons you know but just like just just absolutely like heavy artillery coming down on this fort yeah um and I, think, I believe um, I think they lost what 150 lives during that bombardment. I think 150 men lost their lost their lives in the fort too. It says here. It says the siege left uh, 250 of the 406 to 450 men garrisoned at the fort killed or wounded. Wow, so, 250. Yeah. I was off by yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. And yeah. no wonder it's haunted. Oh yeah. Good God. Two hundred and fifty guys. That's a lot. And I think it was it, it, they held off the British enough to where where Washington could get to Valley Forge, uh, to get you know uh, regrouped at Valley Forge. Actually, so mm. that that place is awesome, man. I mean, the history yeah. and it was part of the Civil War too. They did have uh, Civil War um, uh, soldiers that were, I think, Confederates that were prisoners there. Yeah, it was a it was a big Confederate. Uh, uh, like prisoners of war from the Confederacy were stationed, were but there. Um, and so it was run by the union, but yeah, the, the prisoners were there from um, 1863 to 1865. So basically like most of the war, um, but yeah. So, uh, but, but I know there's like um, from one of the videos I saw too, that there's a, um, there's a hot spot. Uh, you, I mean, you've been there, so you probably know it better than me. But there's a hot spot where supposedly a judge, one of the judges of the 
you know, the prisoners, um, it's still active. Like he's been seen and his voice has been caught several times. Well, there's, um, um, there's Casemate 5, which is really active. Um, mm-hmm. The last time we were at Fort Mifflin, we were in Casemate 5. And when you're in the casemates and the lights are out, it's dark, man. You can't see your hand in front of your face, dude. Like, I mean, it's dark. So we're sitting there and we're asking EVP questions. And uh, I think I asked something like, if there's somebody here, can you make a bang? Can you make a noise or do something? And all of a sudden I hear Don like, ah, dude, what the hell? You know, what the hell was that? And I'm like, and we heard a noise too. And I was like, what, what, what was that? He's like, dude, turn your light on, man. Something, something hit me. Like I got hit by something and um, we turned the lights on and it's a battery. It was a battery. It was, you know, the funny thing is it was one of my batteries that I, it was one of my dead batteries that I took out of my recorder and uh, I had it back on the other side of the fort and I had them sitting on a table. And when I went back, one of those batteries was missing (laughs) and he got hit with the battery. And, dude, there's no way possible that you can throw a battery at someone in there and hit them in this. It's so dark, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face, dude. And uh, he's like, John, did you throw that battery at me? I was like, Don, no, dude. I did not throw that battery at you, man. I can't even see, like, two inches in front of my face, let alone see where the hell you're sitting at. And he was behind me. He was Him and Amy were behind me. I was all the way in the front. They were all the way in the back. And uh, you, yeah, I have the recording. I'm, I'm going to play it on here in a little while. Mm. Uh, that and the screaming lady. But he's like, ah, dude, because that it, like hit me really hard. Like, but he said it felt like it came straight down and hit him. You know, and I'm like, dude, that's that's totally weird. Uh, just we had so many things that had happened there. Um, well, before we and- go on from case uh, casemate five, I see right in front of me that. Um, there was a prisoner, uh, William Howie, who was yes. uh, yep. um, a soldier. Yeah. Um, and he was famously imprisoned uh, at Fort Mifflin in um, 1864. And he led it. Sorry, I lost you there for a minute. Oh, sorry. So, you kind of died out for a minute there. Oh, can you hear me now? Are you still hearing yeah. me? Yep. Okay. So Howie, um, basically, he was a prisoner there. But he led an escape of 200 prisoners from Casemate 5 in February uh, 1864. Um, and uh, afterwards, he was uh, housed in solitary confinement in Casemate 11 after yes. he was uh, captured. Um, but apparently, he has a, he left a signature there. that I, He did. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Casemate 11 is freaking little. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, they found it by accident, actually. Wayne found it. Um, it was underground. Really? They didn't know it was there. Yeah, it was filled in. And uh, Wayne was cutting the grass with the lawnmower, and the lawnmower uh, sunk into a sinkhole. Huh. And they had to get the lawnmower out, the riding mower. And when they got the riding mower out, lo and behold, guess what? There's a casemate. It's casemate 11. Wow. And they dug it out, and uh, dude, they found everything down in there. It was. It's really cool, man. It's right on the front side of the fort. And uh, – Man, when we were in there, we 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 call some we call some voices. I, I have to get it from Don. I haven't been able to get a hold of Don, but uh, <laughs> we called a really cool voice in there, and I, I believe it's probably this guy William. Uh, he was actually hung on the fort. He was mm. hung there. I think he was the only man that was ever hung in Fort Mifflin for that escape. He was hung. 
Yes. Yeah. He's famously called, um, I had this other note here for he, the faceless man is what I found. There's a, um, that's, I guess what they call him, but I have a, uh, yeah, there's an article about, yeah, he was hung there because of, uh, because of, you know, um, uh, trying to escape and treachery yep. and yeah. And he was actually, uh, there was a, there was an episode of ghost hunters, uh, when I first started, I mm-hmm. think Grant Grant had actually seen this guy's face, and there's a window in there. There's a crawl space behind the wall, and uh, there's a window there. And Grant turned around, and there was a face in that window behind that wall. There's a, I mean, it's very small. You got to be really, really small to get back there. Uh, mm-hmm. Don skinny ass was skinny enough to get back there, but uh, he's like, dude, it, and it was tight for him. And Don's a pretty skinny guy. And he goes, dude, it's tight. And um, yeah, Grant and had, had seen a face in there. It was on one of their episodes, one of their first episodes, I believe. Um, and he described this guy as having like blonde hair. And I mean, he described him pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. But we did capture EVP out of there, me and Don did, when we were in there uh, the first time we ever went there. Uh, we were in Case Made 11. I got to get that EVP from him. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in there, and Don's like, "Are you hungry?" And uh, dude, we we heard a voice say, "Yes," like "Yes." And uh, Don goes, "Did you hear that? That was a voice." I was like, "Yeah, man, it's like, yes or something like that." He's like, "Yeah, man." So that was definitely a voice. <laughs> He's like, "Are you hungry?" It's like, "Yes." I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, man. It they're creepy. The case mates are super ass creepy, dude. Like they're so dark, and uh, you just get a weird vibe when you're in a man. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, every time I've been there, this woman, she haunts the hell out of this place, man. There, there, there's a woman there, man. That's it's Elizabeth. It's got to be Elizabeth Pratt. She is in almost every case made in there. You'll hear her voice somewhere. I'm like, mm-hmm. and the biggest one where I hear her the most is in the Gunpowder magazine. I've heard her mm-hmm. a lot of times in there saying, like, help me and, uh, uh, at, at one investigation, one of one of the investigators got touched, and right before he gets touched, he hears a woman say, uh, "Well, he didn't hear it, but we captured it on recording." And it said, "I'm touching your hand," and he goes, "Dude, something just touched my hand." But uh, right before that, he didn't hear it, but the recorder captured a woman's voice saying, "I'm touching your hand," and uh, he's like, "Dude, something's touching my hand." Right after that, yeah, it's super cool. Uh, I have to dig into my files and find the uh, that that clip, but I do have that clip. Um, it's it's pretty cool, um, but man, you're gonna experience this woman, and you hear her walking around on the uh, like the boards. They have boards that kind of go into the casemates, and um, sometimes it rains. It gets really muddy, and I'm hoping when we go there, it's not hasn't rained a lot because man, you get it gets super muddy, but. Uh, Oh, excuse me. Um, damn sinuses. Uh, man, this place. I'm telling you, Nick, you're going to love it, man. You, you're a history buff, so you're, you walk into this place, man. It's like stepping back into time, dude. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, from the videos and pictures I've seen, it it seems very, very much con- like it kept intact from its like original um, design, right? Like, I mean, it doesn't seem like too much. Is- yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's like a castle, man. You, know, you walk yeah. into it, you're like, 
as soon as you pull up to it, it has a moat. You know, you drive across. Yeah. You know, you can drive across the moat. You're like, this is super cool, man. As soon as you go through the gates, you're like, it's like stepping back into time. You know, mm-hmm. and I love history, so you know, you're going, you're stepping back into time, and you're like, hey, guys, lost their lives like right here, mm-hmm. man. Like, we're just probably blown apart, shot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this place was decimated by cannonballs. You know, so. Mm-hmm. If they were hitting them with like eighty pound howitzers and stuff, just blowing the hell out of the place, you know, and it was probably just total mayhem. Oh yeah, I mean, and I mean, well, all war is brutal, but the brutality of just like that kind of like, uh, you know, seventeen hundreds, you know, warfare is, you know, it's not like it's brutal. It's brutal, yeah. Like you know, it, you're going to die from shrapnel as much as you're going to die from a bullet or a cannonball direct fire. You know what I mean, like. It's oh, yeah, just man. like it's it's I couldn't imagine the the you know it it makes sense that energy would still stay there you know what I mean or 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 just like conjugate here because there's so much stress and trauma just in this one I'm looking at like a, a aerial map like picture of it now and it's it's big but it's not nearly as big as I thought it was you know what I mean so it's still like a relatively like small area relatively small like it looks what like maybe two acres or something i don't know i'm not bad at size but yeah yeah it's, it's, yeah. Probably, man, it's probably more than two acres probably about four acres or something like that maybe yeah but it's still like a condensed area where so much like vi- like trauma happened you know I they can... even have casemates outside of the fort near the river out in the front but they oh, flood really when the tide- yeah when the, when oh. the tide comes in they flood i've never went out there and investigated them but they're out there it's uh, two of them out there but when the tide comes in, they they flood. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah man, I, I I've never been out there, um, but I, I have yeah. uh, I have people have went out there, but I don't know if they they've actually caught anything. You know, <clears throat> I know all, all the stuff inside and in the fort. I've caught a, a wreck of stuff, mm-hmm. man. I mean, footsteps, voices, the screaming lady. The screaming lady is freaking awesome, man. I mean, you hear that, you're like, oh shit, that's the screaming lady. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're like, whoa, dude, that's the screaming lady. Um, like I said, I've heard her like three times, man. And and you're gonna hear her throughout the throughout the fort too. Like I've heard her the most in the gunpowder magazine room. Mm-hmm. And um you hear her over in the barracks too, where the uh, the commandment house is and where I captured her, boy, the scream was in the commandment house in the center of Fort Mifflin. But you hear a lot in where the uh, officers' quarters were, um, and that's where Wayne used to live. He used to live up on like the top up there, in the far right corner. And I used to I used to mess with him all the time because he had this like little satellite, cheesy satellite dish <laughs> mess, you know, sitting up on the back. And he was like, "Man, whatever you do, man, don't touch that satellite dish because you're gonna mess up my TV." And I said, "Man, I'll, I'll move it later, man." He's like. Don't touch it, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. He he's a good yeah. guy, though. Yeah. No, I can imagine. I mean, like, could you? You know, I mean, it's right next to that airport, but still, it's it seems like it's a like it's a pretty isolated area, considering it's you know right outside Philly, but. Yeah, like there, like I said, there is there is a, allegedly another murder, and you know what's weird is I I've heard there's been like there was a murder outside of Fort Mifflin, and the woman's name was Elizabeth too. Um, oh, 
Yeah, there, but there's been two other women that have died in the fort that their names are Elizabeth. From hmm. what from what Wayne said, yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. Wayne was knew a lot about the history of Fort Mifflin. Uh, like I said, he lived there for probably 15 years. You know, he oh, lived yeah. in the fort. Yeah. So. Know that. I mean, yeah. yeah, I just can't imagine the the amount of stuff that that he happened. He probably drank a lot to try to. <laughs> try to tune out all the ghosts because Wayne did like his beer, so he probably drank a shit ton just to just to stop hearing all the bullshit every night. <laughs> oh man, he was a good dude. I, yeah, I mean, you know, if there's if there's ghosts talking every single night, you know, it's like you know a whole party happening around you while you're trying to sleep. I get it. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> oh Ooh. man, I'm telling you, you're gonna love the place there, man. It's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I did have one question I wanted to ask you as, you know, as someone who's been um, investigating for so long, I don't think we've talked about this kind of, I guess, theory about the paranormal, but I know there's a lot of theories about uh, moving water as being like um, a conduit. A, a conduit. I know, I know, um, you know, one of a lot of, I'm very interested in like the lore around Cape May County and I know Cape May County, like there's a lot of, um, yeah, like, uh, uh, springs that kind of run through the, the sandy dirt and the sand and the glass and that like, uh, rubbing together is like a conduit for spirits. And I was just thinking because it's on the river is, do you think that there's any possibility that because it's on the river that, you know, it's this kind of concentrated area where there's been a lot of trauma and violence. And on top of it, there's this, there's the, the Delaware Bay and this like water flowing. Um, do you think that that has anything to do with it? Or do you have any thoughts on that? Like theory in general? Yeah. I mean, it's theory, you know, yeah. um, it, it could happen. I know. Um, and Sarge can contest this. He's in the chat room. Uh, the, the case we did, uh, with, with Brendan's house, um, they had running water through their house, and I'll tell you what, man, the basement. You there was activity in the basement and throughout the house. We had a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that happened. Um, the last time I was there, we had we, we were hearing disembodied voices in the basement, like over the water. It, it was pretty mm. cool. They had an active stream that kind of ran through the house. I guess they would keep it. Cool, it would keep the house cool, kind of in the summer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, it, 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 I tell you, man, the house, the house was pretty active down there. Um, hmm. we we did we last time we were there we caught a bunch of voices uh disembodied too we heard them out loud uh, a couple kid like kids voices and a uh, man's voice and it, it it was pretty cool so so maybe it, you know that does hold some kind of truth to it you know yeah so mm-hmm. I said he got touched down touched there as well so and he did see a, a black um like orb or something and go across the floor and because uh, he, he jumped back he's like what the hell so you know like, yeah like a black blob so and uh, you know his brother had been touched like got actually got like ripped around uh, Brendan's brother got torn around uh, he was trying to go out the door and something yanked him back into the house and spun him around and he, he wouldn't go back in there so it, wow. it was pretty interesting yeah so so water yeah maybe water does it's kind of like a conduit, you know what I mean? Like a conductor mm-hmm. to paranormal activity. It could be true. Um, there's no actual proof to it, but yeah. could it, you know, 
it, it could it could hold water, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well done. It could well hold done. Water. <laughs> <laughs> it came full circle. Well, well done. <laughs> <laughs> it could hold water. That that could yeah. hold water. You know. So. Um, yeah, I was just curious because I, I noticed that it was like right against the, you know. I mean, well, that, you know, yeah, it's right against the the bay, and I was just thinking about that, and just wasn't, you know, wanted to see what your thoughts were about it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it could hold water. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's a it's a whole water possibility. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, who knows, man? You know what I mean? Like this paranormal mm-hmm. stuff, so unpredictable, man. You don't know, uh, you know, what the hell is going to happen in an investigation, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm actually going to play one of those clips if you want to yeah, hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was about I was about to ask. All right, I'm going to play that uh, that screaming lady clip, man. Okay. All right, this is the screaming lady. The fuck was that? The fuck was that? That was a scream, dude. Fuck yeah, it was. Who's screaming? Don't tell me Diane's screaming again. <laughs> that was a scream. Yeah, it was. Female at that. <laughs> Did you hear it in the beginning? Yeah, play play one more time. I. Yeah, I can play one more time. I can play a couple times. Let people hear it. The fuck was that? The fuck was that? That was a scream, dude. Fuck yeah, it was. Who's screaming? Don't tell me Diane's screaming again. <laughs> that was a scream. Yeah, it was. Female at that. Yeah, that was freaking awesome, man. That was so awesome. Wow. It was so loud. Like, I mean, you can almost hear it echo. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know how good you can hear it through here, but, uh, you know, on my end, I can hear it really well. I mean, I can turn it up if people can't hear it. But, uh, man, we were just like, holy you know what I mean? That's a woman screaming. You know? No, I heard it. And I, I, I listened to something recently where they talked about like when you capture an EVP or just a, a noise you hear on any type of investigation, it's like similar to recording like a rock concert. You know, like when you're at the rock concert, you're like hearing it like super loud and clear. Yeah. And yeah. then if you play a recording of the same concert, it's like not the same. So I, yeah, I just, when you say, when you just say like, it was so clear, but like, you know, like you can hear it in the recording, but it's like, it sounds uh, real far away though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But dude, when it happened, it sounded like it was right outside of the, of the commandment mm-hmm. house because we were inside of it and uh, you know, those walls are made of like brick and stone and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but when we heard it, I mean, it sounded like it was right outside of the fort and I'm like, well, I mean, right outside of the building that we were in. And we were like, whoa, dude, that was so loud because we were like, what the, you know, that's why we dropped the F-bombs mm-hmm. and stuff. We're like, what the, f-? you know, I'm like, dude, that was definitely a female. Like, that was a female for sure, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we were both like, yeah, man, we thought it was, but we did, at first we thought it was Diana screaming, you know? We were we were actually, I actually cut that clip a little bit because we were laughing our asses off because we were like, that was probably Diana screaming again. <laughs> oh, man, I, I tell you, we had some fun, man. It was, those places are so fun to investigate. I mean, I you know paying for them kind of sucks a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, you are helping the preservation of the place. So I don't right. mind that kind of stuff. And 
that's kind of like uh, you know, I do that kind of stuff like once a year. You know, I'll drop mm-hmm. a little boxing and do an investigation just for fun. And uh, that's like one of those fun investigations, you know, that I like always like going to Fort Mifflin. I, I probably never stopped going there. I always like going there. Uh, I've always caught a lot of stuff out of there, so I I, I enjoyed going there. Yeah, I mean, said, uh, sorry, I said he's a cheap bastard. <laughs> he said he'll go. So I'm thinking we're going in November, Sarge. So I'm trying to nail down a date. So if you're if you're the game, man, it's, we're we're going. So. Yeah, no, I mean, like I get it, you know, it's uh, you know, um, but like I, there's there's a part of it just like just uh, like investigating somewhere that is so there's where so many people have experienced so much, you know, just to like get get your chance at it but also like at the end of the day if like we don't get anything you know we still like stay the night in fort mifflin like this historical place like this whole this you know military base that was built in 1771 that's still intact and like pretty much almost exactly the way it was when it was built you know what i mean like that's still yeah, endless yeah. cool. That's that's just amazing experience in and of itself, you know. Yeah, I think yeah they started building it in uh, 1771. The British started building it, and then you know, after the colonies broke away from England, we started to rebuild it. They they had mm. stopped building it after we you know had won the war, you know. Mm. Then we we rebuilt it and stuff. So, mm. um, yeah that. That place is awesome, man. I cannot wait to go back there. Dude. I love that place, man. Every time I go there, it's always something different. You know what I mean? Like something mm-hmm. different happens. I'll tell you something that was cool that happened one time. Um, sorry, so he's not 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 uh, on the water thing. Although I think vibrations from the water might help manifest EVPs. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm, because I definitely for a long time, I've always thought that sound waves, you know, they're, they're able to manipulate sound waves to uh, talk. And that's why I was kind of using tuning forks and stuff like that. But uh, like I said, that one incident, um, there was one incident in Fort Mifflin. We took a laptop in Casemate 5. And, uh, dude, <laughs> it was cool. We're playing old Civil War music, right? I mean, we're, it, we're, it's, Cranked up loud as I don't know what in there. It's so loud in there, right? And we're cranking it on the laptop and uh, we shut it down. You know, Don turns the, the uh, laptop off and it's just dead quiet. And all of a sudden, man, like 10 minutes later, the laptop comes on and the music starts playing on the laptop. Wow. Dude, I, I have no explanation of how the hell that happened. Uh, it scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> I mean, I freaking jumped up off that bench like three feet when that thing kicked on and that music started playing. I'm like, what the hell? I, I looked over at Don and I goes, how in the hell did that turn on? I was like, I do not know because that screen was totally black. And uh-huh. you know, you know how you, you, your screen goes to sleep and you turn it back on. If you want to play music, you got to actually go over, hit the cursor and hit play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like it's just going to start playing on its own. And uh, it started playing the music that the Civil War music that we were playing. And we were both freaked out. We were like, whoa, dude, this is. And the, the whole room got really freaky kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. We're like, uh, I don't know if it's just me or are you feeling kind of weird or what? He's like, 
yeah, dude, like I'm freaked out. <laughs> Don's like, <laughs> I'm freaked out, which Don's going to come on the investigation with us uh, when we go too. So he already nice. said he was going to go. So I think it's it, the data has got us for November 4th. If it's uh, a go, I haven't heard anything back from Fort Mifflin, but uh it sounds like it's going to be a go. Uh, they're already booked up all the way to November already. So wow. they have a few dates in September. October is like booked unless you want to do an investigation yeah. during the week. Uh, the place is really, really cool, man. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people go there and it's, it's always active. It's not like some of the places you go to where it's like crazy, crazy active, but it is active. You you will experience some paranormal phenomena, which is, is what you want you know what i mean if, we're, mm-hmm. if you want to go have some fun you want to experience something it's not like there's something bad there. there's nothing bad there but it does like to interact with you and communicate and it, it, it's fun you know it, it, it's a fun investigation for people so um and i'll play this clip i'm gonna play this clip uh with don getting hit with the battery um, oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's and, cool and this was in uh casemate five Right. It was in case made five. Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah, the other case mates, I think I have case mates one through five. And uh, okay. I never really experienced anything in those, but case mm-hmm. made five you do. And actually, I th- yeah, he did get hit with the battery in case made five. I believe, yeah, it was case made five. Um, but a lot of the other case mates, I don't really get a whole lot out of mm-hmm. uh, case made 11. I, I, I don't know. Maybe because I, I, I have particular ones I really like going to. I don't spend a lot of time in, you know, because I know those places are active and I like going there mm-hmm. and I'll spend a lot of the time in like the, the gunpowder case. A lot of people don't think it's haunted, but the, you know, it's haunted inside, but I get a lot of activity going into the case. Mate. There's a hallway, mm-hmm. this little creepy hallway, stone hallway you go through to get into the case mate. And uh, dude, I've, captured her voice in there so many times um I, i'm gonna play it on, i'm gonna do another episode of fort mifflin when we actually go there and you guys experience all the stuff there and uh we'll uh we'll play some serious evps i have a ton of them and um uh, nice. dude place is so you're gonna love it dude i'm telling you man because you, you, you're a history buff man and you, you're like me i love history and, and when you step into this place it, i swear dude it's like stepping back in, in the 1700s, you know, you're just like, mm-hmm. it has a black, it has a blacksmith shop where, where they had a blacksmith, all that stuff, man. I mean, there's so many different rooms that are off of it that you can investigate uh, it, off of the fort and outside of the fort. You can even investigate there. There's the original house there outside of Fort Mifflin. That's where they, they have all their uh office personnel and stuff. You can investigate that too. You're not only, inve- you know, limited to the fort you can investigate that house too and that house is from the 1800s 1700s as well yeah and and allegedly that's active too so Mm. i mean there's a ton of stuff and you know if there's people out there listening and want to investigate fort mifflin um man it's 90 bucks but you know what it's worth their preservation and you know you get to go up there and really check out the place it's super cool you'll love it Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you'll love it. It's I, I recommend it to people if they want to go and sp- experience some paranormal stuff. Um, it's not as active as like some of the places I've been, but uh, you know, like Landon House is probably one of the most 
active places, you know, I've ever been. So mm. uh, I cannot get into this place to save my ass anymore. The guy never answers no messages, no calls. Uh, they're, they're currently under construction. And, mm. uh, like, the, the, the construction has just stopped. So I'm thinking the money is gone or, you know, I, I don't know. But I, I stopped by there. Several, my work is not far from there. So I stopped by there to see if someone's there. No one's ever there. I'm like, damn, I want to get back in this place, man. Yeah, sorry, Jimmy. You go to Landon House, bro. You, I, I, if I had the money, I would buy that place, dude. I'm telling you, I would like to bought it before they did all the stupid stuff around. Like, there's like a Papa John's there now and a daycare in the back. I'm like, dude, what the hell, man? This place was all like, I mean, there's bodies buried in that yard somewhere, <laughs> like Civil War wow. bodies, you know. So yeah, man, like it was a field hospital after the Battle of Antietam. Oh uh, wow, we found bones in the yard. Uh, man, all kinds of man, dude. I had so, so much stuff happened in there, man. Like it's one of the most haunted places I've ever been in. It's nothing bad there, but man, you experience the whole trifecta of paranormal activity. Um, I actually had um, investigated with Dustin Perry from from Ghost Hunters. I invited him down, and and uh, he came in and investigated with us. And uh, man, he was blown away by the place too. He was like. This place is crazy active. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And we had a bunch of people there, and we we experienced a ton of stuff that night. And I actually did a, uh, the radio show live. Uh, I did a radio, my radio show live with him on there uh, with Dustin Perry as a guest on the show at that investigation. It was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had a blast, man. We we, we investigated until like 5 in the morning. Um, yeah, we, we had a blast. So much stuff happens there. I, I so wish I would have had the money to buy the place, but I think they sold it for like four million or something like that. It was ridiculous oh. or something like that. But it's on like twelve acres. It's um, yeah, twelve thousand square feet of you know house, dude. It's like gigantic. It looks like a plantation. You know, wow. it's, it's gigantic. And it had slaves, and you know, it had slaves in it. They kept slaves in the basement, and uh, man, you would hear like moaning, oh, help, you know, dude. It was super wow. creepy in the basement, man. Yeah, like heard how like, help me like on many occasions in the basement. And that could be the, the slaves that they kept there, or it could have been the soldiers because it was a, a Civil War hospital. Hmm. And dude, you go in there, and there's still writings on the wall from the soldiers, man. The soldiers actually wrote on the wall with um, pieces of uh, charcoal from the fire. Uh, they drew on the wall, which is so awesome. Um, wow. Yeah, and they signed it. They signed their names and dated it. Like, right, uh, the Confederates were there right before the Battle of Antietam. Uh, Jeb Stewart. Huh. I mean, Jeb Stewart was there. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. the most famous Confederate cavalry general was there. You know, he was at Landon House. And uh, his soldiers drew a picture of him on the wall. Uh, they drew a picture of uh, Jeb Stewart. Or no. Who was it? Oh, they drew a picture of Jeff Davis. That's what it was. They drew a picture of Jefferson Davis on the wall. And when the Union, the Union ran him out of there and took over the uh, Landon House. And they seen what the Confederates had drawn on the wall. And they drew a picture of uh, Abraham Lincoln on the wall, and they oh. all signed it. The 155th Pennsylvania Volunteers, which were out of Pittsburgh, 
Huh. Yeah. And they signed it and they dated it. And uh, it was the day, I think it was like the day after the Battle of Antietam. Yeah. Wow. I was like, wow, this is so cool, man. And allegedly there's more writings on the wall behind the wallpaper there. Um, but tad man, I love that place. I, I swear to God, I wish I could. I had to. If I hit the freaking Powerball, I'm finding that guy and I'm buying that place. <laughs> that place is mine. <laughs> I'm ro- I'm rooting for you. I'm telling I'm you, a- man. I'm hoping I hit that thing, but one day I'm, I'm telling you, I'm buying the land and house. It's mine. <laughs> if anybody out there that's rich wants to buy a land and house for me, please. I'll, we can, you know, I'll investigate with you any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, we'll get major activity. I'm not gonna bullcrap you, you know. We will get it. I can promise you. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I'm like looking up. I'm like googling it as you're talking. I'm paying attention, but I'm just like googling it. Uh, yeah, it's right over in. I can't say Urbana. where it is. Is it? Urbana. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Urbana, um, Maryland, right outside of Frederick. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that's so interesting. That's not yep. even that far. No, Mm-mm. it's about uh, about an hour and a half from from here from my house. Yeah. I live in Pennsylvania, so it's it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so fascinating. But it just reminds me of kind of like Fort Mifflin, you know, it just mm-hmm. the history of it, and you know, it's it's amazing. You go in the house and you go down in the basement, and you can still see where they drilled actual holes in the in the uh, the support beams and put wooden dowels in them and beat wooden dowels in them to put the house back together, and it's it's freaking amazing. Um, I don't like what they've done to it now because they try to modernize it, you know, try to modernize the house and you kind of destroy the history of it, modernizing it. You know what I mean? Like I understand there's parts that you have to fix when it's, it's falling apart and stuff like that. I understand all that, but when you, you, you know, you're putting a Papa John's on the property and you know, you're putting a, a daycare, you know, and it destroyed. Part, they, there was a chapel out back of the house too. Which was cool. It was cool. It's I don't know what, dude. They had a picture of uh, the Virgin Mary. Uh, I believe it was from like Rome or something like that. Someone had brought oh, it over wow. there. Yeah, dude. I don't know whatever happened to it. I would have loved to have had that before they demolished it. And actually, the people that lived in the house were actually laid out in that little church in the back. They had church in that little thing. Wow. Yeah, man. It was so cool, man. I was just like, wow. That, I can't believe they tore it down. There was a barn back there. It would be like them tearing down the walls of Fort Mifflin, you know what I mean, to put in the McDonald's or some, some crazy shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for the McDonald's in the middle of Fort Mifflin, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm looking at the um, like the Google Street View now of it, and it's like, um, yeah, there's a, a Papa John's right there. Yeah, yeah, that was never there. Wow. That was never there. And in the back, there was a daycare. And they had a witness tree there too. That tree was older than the house. Wow! It was huge, and uh, they cut it down. <laughs> it just totally destroyed everything with the property. And I'm like, wow, man, what the hell, dude? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It doesn't. Like I said, it'd be like putting the McDonald's in the middle of Fort Mifflin because they want to sell burgers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. It sucks. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's fascinating to me of like I I um I've met like 
uh, a few folks that like grew up in like Europe and stuff. And whenever I talk to them, um, you know, like when, when they come here and to the U S they're like, Oh, how old's that building? And I'm like, Oh, it's a couple hundred years old. And they're like, that's it. Um, <laughs> you know, cause like, yeah. you know, in Europe, it's like, like they have buildings that are thousands of years old, yeah, and like, are, yeah. you know, but it's still like one of those things that's so like, you know, even if it's a, just a hundred years old, it's still like, that's, you know, that's, that's all we really have of those moments. And I think, I get really excited about history when I get to see what it looks like, you know, because like there's so, it's so easy to forget, like, um, it's just so easy to not uh, like truly understand what it was like to live in, you know, 1770, whatever, when like your house was like, you built your house by wood, you know, like with your hands and it was like, kind of crooked and you know like oh yeah you know like it, it, I, i'm sorry i'm losing my words but but there's something like just so unique about that that i that that when you don't get to see it in person it's like a history that's completely lost you know yeah yeah it's just like they're tearing down all these monuments of like confederate civil war soldiers you know like general lee they just found they like the time capsule underneath one of the general lee uh statues that they've torn down like you can't change history man it's part of our country of of you know what how we became a country i mean yeah we had slavery yeah so do a lot of other countries had slavery too you know what i mean it's it's a black mark on our country but it's part of our history you know what i mean like we had slavery we had you know we had a, a civil war you know there's it's part of our, our country's history you know what i mean you can't you can't eliminate it or erase it it happened. Unfortunately, it happened, but it happened, and it made the country what it is. You know what I mean? We're full, a, a country full of immigrants. You know what I mean? It's not uh, some superior race here. You know, there's there's nutballs out there that are like to think that, but we're all immigrants, man. We're all from all of our ancestors are from another country. We're not. We weren't here. The indigenous people here were Native Americans. You know what I mean? And look what we did to them. Mm-hmm. We we murdered them by the thousands. You know, we didn't do it ourselves, but the yeah. white man murdered them. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. soldiers killed them, killed them off, and now we give them a little piece of uh, you know some casinos, and that's supposed to make up for the uh, rape, theft, and murder of thousands of Native Americans. You know, so yeah. I mean this this this. There's a a lot more land on this country that's haunted than I think we like to believe. Oh yeah, man! Like Pennsylvania is huge. I think Pennsylvania is probably one of the most haunted states in the country, man. Mm -hmm. It's it's got to be. It's such such a part of our 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 nation's history. Yeah, it all happened here. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Maryland, Pennsylvania. This is where it all started. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia. You know, I mean, this these this. Yeah, you can't erase history, man. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, this is our this is our country. This is what these things made this country what it is. You know, unfortunately, a lot of bad things happen. A lot of bad things happen all over the world. You know what I mean? War is not pretty. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the look at Fort Mifflin. Two hundred and fifty guys got annihilated there, blown to pieces. You know what I mean? Protecting this country. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I think one thing too that I, I I got really excited about getting into like the paranormal investigation world is, 
um, is that like it it for it it keeps kind of a lot of history alive. Like I know um, I've I know some like you know real historians. I'm a fake historian, like a Mahabhis historian, but like people who like work at like actual like museums and stuff. Um, and their thing is like, they kind of really don't like ghost tours because they're like, it's not real history. It's just like, you know, whatever. Well, I shouldn't say they all don't. It's a, it's like debated. Um, yeah. But like some of them are like, Oh, I don't want to do like ghost tours because it's not like the real history of this place is kind of like, they don't really, they're not really believers and stuff like that. And then others are like, well, it gets people in the door. You know what I mean? Like, whether or not I believe in it, folks want to hear some ghost stories and it's what's keeping these stories alive. And so like, you know, when I'm particularly with some of these like residential cases, like I get to dive into, you know, these really kind of niche areas of, or not niche areas, but like these very kind of localized areas of Pennsylvania that otherwise I would have never even thought about, like looking at the history of now I'm like, you know, becoming, you know, very well knowledgeable about like this one little area of central PA that, you know, and so I, I really like that aspect of just this whole, you know, of, of just paranormal investigating is, is keeping that history alive um, for in very, you know, even in these like very small pockets of. Uh, yeah. It's Cause it's like each, the world. each haunting has its own kind of history. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a history to a haunting somewhere. The activity is, you know what I mean? It's there for a reason. Something happened, you know what I mean, the, for this activity to be there, whether it's through the land or it's through an individual, but something has happened, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether, Like I said, like I had Kim on here, and uh, she's had things happen her whole life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like That's showing me that the activity is based around her. You know, that she's maybe some kind of empath or or spiritual, whatever these things are, just attracted to her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think when you put her in a place that already has activity going on, it amplifies that activity, you know, like poltergeist activity, you know, and it, it increases. And uh, they're, they're good people to take with you in the investigation if you want to amplify, you know, phenomena, that's for sure, you know. Mm-hmm. But I want to play this clip that uh, oh, Don yeah. got hit with this battery. Um, oh yeah, sorry, we went right way off the course. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, so back to Fort Mifflin. Um, th- we're in uh, Casemate Five, and like I said, it's pitch black, and and Don gets hit with uh, a battery. We didn't know what it was at first, but he gets hit, and uh, right after I ask it to make a noise, he gets hit, and uh, I'll play this clip for you. That was me, sorry. Does anyone in this room? Can you make a bag? What the fuck? What was that? What was that? Turn on your flashlight, please. <laughs> you hear Tyler, what the <laughs> Yeah, so was that the sound of it hitting him and then the floor? Yeah. That was the that was the sound of him getting hit with a battery. He got hit with oh. a battery. Uh, a triple A battery. And uh, he thought I threw it at him. I'm like Don, it's pitch black in here, bro. I can't see freaking two things, you know, two feet in front of my face, and I'm all the way in the front. He's all the way in the back. I'm like, no, dude, I'm through that. But one of my batteries was missing, 
back at the uh, command center. I had took the, the batteries had died in my recorder and uh, I set them next to my laptop. And when I went back, one of the batteries was missing. Wow. I was like, dude, it took one of the batteries. Because when I looked at the battery, I said, damn, that looks like one of my batteries. He's like, did you hit me with that battery? I'm like, hell no. That, dude, I can't. That's impossible. I was like, no, dude, I didn't hit you with the battery. And then when we went back, I'm like, holy shit, that's one of my batteries, dude. That's my battery that was sitting on this table right here. It was right, I had two batteries sitting there, and one was missing. Wow. And that was the battery that was in case made five. So it went from one side of the fort to the other side of the fort. You know what I mean? And some idiot in the chat yeah. room. Fucking moron. Um, yeah. People, you got it. Yeah. Uh, idiot. But, um, yeah. Well, while you get that, you, you got, yeah, I, I can talk for a sec. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Okay. People are stupid, man. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, when I wound up hitting him and he was like, ah, oh, you know, what the hell was that? Um, I'm going to play it again for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me, sir. Does anyone in this room, did you make a bag? What the fuck? What was that? What was that? Turn on your flashlight, please. Wow. <laughs> like that. Did you hear how loud it was there when I hit him, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, pure. I'm like, dude, he's like, what the, you know, I'm like, man, this guy, I can't explain it. You know what I mean? Like, how the hell did the battery get missing, you know? You're from one side of the fort to the other side of the fort. And we, when you're in Case May 5, you're going to see what I'm talking about, how dark it is in there. Dude, you can't see anything. Like, you're underground. Like, there's little holes cut in there for, like, light. But mm-hmm. if, the, if the moon's not out, dude, you don't see anything. You know? I mean, nothing. It, it's funny. completely dark. You can't see anything. <laughs> and and when, it, when I said that to him, I was like, Dude, how the hell am I going to be able to see you and throw this battery from the front all the way to the back and hit you in the dark and I can't even see you? You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, dude, I don't know why I even said that. I was like, yeah. (laughs) You you definitely didn't throw that. You know what I mean? And uh, we we were just like, wow, man. We just had so much stuff happen. And and, and that, that was one of the best nights I think we had there. Uh, we had we experienced a lot of stuff, and I think Carl actually captured some blue uh, light anomaly in the uh, in the officers' quarters actually on his video camera. Oh, wow! Yeah, like floating across the floor, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, dude, I definitely, I, I have to get to see if he still has the video." I know he has it, so but the next time we do that, I'll try to post it. You know, let people see it. Oh yeah. I just had one quick thought about like the the battery come like going from one side of the camp to the other. It yeah. reminds me of um like um some of the like folklore around like a that yeah. this is like the Fey or whatever. But you know we've always we've talked about like how all of these things are kind of interconnected or like the stories may blur a little bit. But and there's a lot of stories about like what the Irish would call like fairies of like taking an item and hiding it and then giving it back later or like moving it across like a large area, you know, like that doesn't make sense. And so it's like, 
it feels almost like trickstery. You know what I mean? Yeah, like take yeah. this battery that you have across the fort and then throw it at, you know, <laughs> one of your, uh, you know, colleagues in the middle of an investigation. It's like, yeah, man, it's it like, a, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's like totally trickery. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is crazy, dude. Like, I've never had that happen before. And then we were hearing, after that, we were hearing other noises, like things being thrown, like, Oh, wow. at the fireplace. There's big fireplaces in there, and uh, there's something hitting the fireplace, and we go look for it, and there'd be nothing there. And, wow. like, not a rock, n- nothing, but you would hear these noises over by the fireplace, like, something really hard hitting the fireplace, and, uh, you know, you go check, and there would be nothing there. And you're like, what the hell is making that noise? And then, like I said, wow. Don had got hit, and uh, it actually left a big red mark on his leg, man. It was It was wow. pretty big. I was going to ask that too. It sounds like that was a pretty loud hit. Yeah, and he said it felt like it came straight down and hit him, like on the top of it. And the mark was on the top of his leg, on his thigh. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty big. It was a whelp, actually, uh, on his on his thigh. Um, Wow. Yeah, we were we were both like, "What in the hell?" Oh, sorry, I said he wants uh, – oh, that's Carl's Mohawk meter. Yeah, he wants that Mohawk uh, static meter that he has. There's, I've been looking for those damn things. I can't find them anywhere. He must have, That must have been the last of them that they made, you know. I don't know where the hell – where Carl said he got them from the ghost store, but um can't find them anywhere. What's a Mohawk meter? What's that? It's that meter that um, it, de- it detects uh, static energy and uh, – It'll tell. It'll light up from one side to the other which way the uh, the static is, is is hitting the meter. Huh. If it if it lights up red on one side, it's coming from this side. If it lights up blue, and it'll stretch across like which direction it's going in. Oh, it's pretty cool. It's a really cool meter. I think and I think Carl got them really cheap too. Like they were just trying to get rid of them, and he bought like two of them. I think two or three wow. of them. Yeah, they're pretty cool meters, man. I, and can't find them anywhere now. I'm like, what the hell? They look like they're made from like a hot glue stick or something. <laughs> they're, they're weird. They look like hot glue sticks on the top, but it looks like a mohawk kind of. It's hard to just go up the mohawk meter, but that, that's what it looks like. It looks like a mohawk. Oh, cool. But, um, well, man, that yeah. was a that was a fun little uh, soiree tonight with the uh, Fort Mifflin. I can't wait till we go there, man. You're gonna you're gonna really love that place. I'm telling you. I'm very, very, very excited, and I'll and I'll. Uh, get my research up and like get really into the weeds of it. Cause I'm very, this was a good um, kind of just intro of just like reading about it today and getting kind of like a very like cursory uh, history of it. But I'm very, very excited to, um, to really dive into the history of it and just go there and see it. It looks oh, an absolutely a beautiful, like beautiful place. Yeah. You're going to like it. And you get the place for man, like 12 hours, dude. Wow. You get it from 5, 5 p.m. to 10 a.m. the next day. Yeah. It's yours. <laughs> All I, night. No one else can get in. They lock the gates, and you're in there. So, yeah, Nick Nick is on our team, uh, Serge. Yep. Uh, yeah, Nick's a good guy. He's uh, going to be uh, he's my uh, historian researcher. He's a uh, real good guy. He likes doing his thing, man. So I'll let him do his thing. 
<laughs> Thanks. I'm glad. I'm I'm happy to be here. Uh it's it's been a a lifelong dream to do this and it's like uh it is very exciting to to be here doing it. And it's yeah. Uh <laughs> so yeah, so, I, so you bust his chair yet? He already had busted already here in a disembodied voice. <laughs> I did, I did. Yeah, uh, I uh, I came into it with very little experiences that I thought were very uh, very concrete. And um, our second investigation uh, within like what twenty minutes of it, not even maybe half hour. I mean, yeah, it was pretty pretty close i mean it, yeah, about turkey hill minutes. or something and came <laughs> back and i was like i heard a disembodied voice like that was my first time that i was like that was a hundred percent a disembodied voice like i've never been more convinced of it um, yeah, you didn't know what it said at first until i, I listened yeah. to it and i was like oh man that says you know who, who are you <laughs> yeah I, that was cool that yeah. was so cool so i, I, I want to get back in there one more time before they sell yeah. that place man yeah, I wish I had the money to buy that place. That place is amazing too. Mm-hmm. I can't believe all the stuff we've had happen in there. The voices are just the intelligent responses are are incredible. I, yeah, I can't believe we captured that much stuff out of there. Um, and that and that responds intelligently to your questions. It, you don't get that a whole lot in, in places, man. And when you do, you want to hold on to those kind of places as, as long mm-hmm. as you can. And I think Sarge has a place now that he's he has like that's called it's a church. And uh, he's experiencing mm. his team's experiencing a ton of activity in there. He has a really cool video of this. Uh, uh, yeah, it's in Hoogstown. Um I made these uh, uh, meters for um, EMF and stuff like that. Actually, mm-hmm. they're more like static detectors more than they are EMF. And um, yeah, they're like sort of like a REM pod. You know what I mean? They're like a REM mm-hmm. pod. And uh, like the one I made, the, the double, uh, the double one I made at, uh, um, the one I made at that had at uh, the Marietta case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I basically made those, but like single ones. That one I made a double. Oh, um, okay. But he he had that set up, and uh, man, this this ball of light hits that antenna and knocks it over. Right, it's a really cool ass video. Um, that thing hits the top of the antenna, knocks it over, the, the meter goes off, but leaves this residual streak of uh, of light, like energy, for like yeah. for like three or four seconds afterwards, man. Like, I've never seen anything like that before, man. And, uh, it, it, dude, it's a really cool piece of video, man. I, I watched it a bunch of times. I was like, this is freaking cool, man. I didn't I didn't think those REM pods would do something like that, man. Huh. It, it, it's uh, maybe because I made the antenna so long, the antenna is like three foot tall or something like that. But dude, it's cool. You got to see the video. I, I'll have to show it to you. It's awesome. Yeah, no, that absolutely. Wow. So this yeah. we're going to do another episode of this uh, Fort Mifflin um, mm-hmm. after we investigate it. And uh, maybe we'll do like a little paranormal roundtable because I know Sarge and uh, probably mm-hmm. a couple of his guys want to go with us. Uh, like a little paranormal roundtable that night, and uh, and everybody can discuss, you know, their uh, activities, you know, that that happened that night, the the phenomena they experienced, and play their EVPs, and maybe do like a two hour uh, special that night. You know what I mean? Oh, I would love that. Absolutely, that would be yeah. really fun. 
Sarge and his guys are pretty cool, and uh, dude, we're, we're, we're definitely going to team up with them and do some investigations, some joint investigations. And uh, we'll do, like I said, we'll do another uh, Fort Mifflin night, and we'll have uh, Ghost House Paranormal with us and uh, bring them on, Sarge and, and, and maybe Gary, and and they can go over the stuff that they've captured with us, you know, on that investigation. And we'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a blast, man. It'll be fun. Oh, Hundred percent. I'm yeah. So cool, uh, Nick. Thanks for coming on with me tonight, brother. I appreciate it, man. Oh, no problem at all. I I love being here. Thanks, uh, Sarge, for joining us the whole time. I appreciate you too, man. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Real good guy. Cool. So, uh, all right, folks. This is going to wrap it up tonight. Uh, next Thursday, same time, same place, eight p.m. live. We will see you all next week. Have a good rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there, folks, and have a wonderful weekend. Night all.